If you've lost a parent, you know a grief that, no matter your relationship, is at once personal and something that deeply connects you to others who've been through the same loss. Even if we know it's coming, it can be so hard to face and definitely difficult to anticipate how you might feel. I'm your host, Valerie Borgman, and in this episode, we're listening in to what happened after Adrian Glusman and I finished our interview. You might remember Adrian from her family talk episode on caregiving in a young age. Well, we found ourselves sharing our grief experience, and I thought this conversation deserves its own space. Welcome to Desperately Seeking Senior Living, a podcast for sons, daughters, grandkids, and spouses who suddenly find themselves tangled in the search for senior living and care. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and check out our doable download in today's show notes for a printable summary of the show and a bonus tip from our guest. I think storytelling is so powerful and it's one of the most powerful tools that we can use as people who are working to support other caregivers. So the more we can get our stories out there and help support each other, the more we're not only helping ourselves, but more importantly, helping current and future caregivers. Yeah, absolutely. And it's something nobody wants to talk about. So it's like, it's like trying to find that angle that makes it at least a little bit easier. And I think storytelling is, you know, part of it. Mm -hmm. And it's very brave of you to be doing all of this so soon. Because I remember how raw I was. I'm a little bit older than you. So (laughs) my my dad died about 14 years ago. And so I'm further away from it. Although I will say it is still difficult to tell the story. So I'm like emotionally healed, but it's still hard to go back and relive that. And one of the things that happened with me for many years is I... I actually had PTSD and I, did you have it? Did you experience it this year? So it's really interesting because I, before my mom passed away, I had read an article, another young caregiver that I connected with. She's actually a writer. And so she wrote different articles and got them published to different publications. And she did an article on PTSD as a caregiver. And she was writing all about it. And I said, oh my goodness, like that's, what a, what a crazy concept. So I actually was just thinking about this the other day. I feel like I have it a little bit, you know, more so like when my phone rings and I don't, you know, all of a sudden, like my whole body tenses because before when my phone would ring, I didn't, I don't really like to talk on the phone. So my phone didn't (laughs) ring that often. So when my phone did ring, it was typically mom's ALF calling. Yeah. So I still feel like kind of those physical reactions that I, that I felt, um, you know, going by a hospital or hearing an ambulance or, um, you know, things of that nature would kind of always set me off, but I'm curious to hear how you experienced it. It's so, it's so interesting. So because my, um, story was so quick, you know, this, this, everything happened in two weeks. Mine is very date specific. Mm. And so every set, cause the anniversary of my dad's death is, is coming up in early October. Mm-hmm. And so every September it's like, I, I have a physical reaction. Mm-hmm. And so things will start happening where I'm having this physical reaction 
I'll have an emotional reaction. And really it's more like I can't handle things as well as I would normally handle. I think that's the best way to explain it. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I'll go, oh, this is coming. This is coming up on the two weeks prior Mm -hmm. to his death. Mm -hmm. And everything happened in such a short period of time that for me, it's, it's more date specific. Well, I'm wondering if I will experience that obviously coming off of the one year anniversary of my mom's passing right when we, at the end of July, I started, it was almost, and I, and I posted the weeks leading up to my mom's passing a year ago on Instagram, because at the end of July, all of a sudden I I told my fiance, Ian, I said, this is the weekend when we went away. And right when we came back, this is all that started happening. And I honestly felt like I was reliving it. I mean, this all started at the beginning of August. My mom passed away on August 26th. So every date, like when we hit that date where she stopped swallowing and we hit that date that I signed on to hospice and we hit the date where she went in, into the hospital and then my first visit with her and then my second, I mean, I was reliving it and I was actually writing about it on Instagram because it almost helped me. Um, but I'm almost wondering if that was a byproduct of it just being the first year and it's still so new. But it'll be interesting to me to see if the date specificity holds true as the anniversaries continue on. Yeah. I mean, August will never be a good month in my life. So I hope that <laughs> no like monumental things happen in August. No marriage in August. I, I'm getting married in April. So <laughs> Okay. <laughs> good. So we did, yeah. I mean, because last month, and kind of like you were saying, I mean, last month I was going through these insane mood swings and grief spells and crying episodes. And I'm like, what is going on? That's it. And I I remember saying, I said to my fiance, look, I'm sorry. And he's super supportive. So I didn't even have to say, I'm sorry, but more just like, you're going to have to bear with me over the next couple of weeks because the emotions are raw and they're real. And I feel like I'm going through my mom's death all over again. That's interesting that you said that. Yeah. Yes. For me, I feel like it got easier Mm. each year. I do feel like it got easier um, as you as you move through through those stages of grief, and then as your body moves further away from mm-hmm. the event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I think um, I'm going to look up that article because I I think that's so fascinating. I I I felt pretty lucky after my dad died. I actually. At the time I worked at Barnes and Noble, (laughs) which I loved, Um, but one of the other booksellers was actually a nurse and having someone that's completely separate from the situation, tell Mm -hmm. you, you are not crazy, right? This is normal. And anything you're feeling, anything you're thinking Mm -hmm. is okay. It doesn't matter. And that was, that was so helpful. Yes. I really hope that this episode can help someone either prepare or even just connect and maybe find some comfort. Thank you so much, Adrian. I'm really glad we kept the conversation going. It's been such a pleasure. And I love sharing my story because just being able to touch one other person who can find a similarity in the journey. Um, you know, that's, that's what means the world to me is, is just being able to be a beacon of hope and a, um, a ray of light, I guess, to someone who's either going through the same situation or who's been there like you have and can say, yep, remember that I remember all of these things. 
Today's episode is brought to you by ClearPath Senior Living Solutions. ClearPath helps families find assisted living, memory care, and other resources. Find our contact information in today's show notes. Check out this episode's doable download in show notes for details, including industry terms and definitions we discussed, as well as a bonus tip from our guest. Have questions or your own tips to share? Leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, make it doable. Make it doable.